Welcome to Women of the Metaverse. I am Cheryl Laidlaw. I am Angela Harkness. We have been and are still on a journey to discover the Metaverse, Web 3.0, NFTs and anything that we are required to know to join this world. From this podcast, we will help you to unlock how the Metaverse is going to impact your brand, your business and even your personal life. Join us as we take the mystery out of this new digital universe. Welcome to Women of the Metaverse. In this episode, we are talking about the future of entertainment in the metaverse. We have already talked about certain events in many of our episodes that are already taking place in the metaverse. For example, one of our favorites and a champion for startups is Wisher Vodka, who held cocktail parties at their distillery in Decentraland. Metaverse Fashion Week, the second event, happened in March 2023 because the first one held in 2021 was such a success. Some may think that entertainment in the metaverse is something for the future, but if you have listened to any of our previous episodes or done any research yourself, then you will know that is actually an industry that is growing and will change the way we create events or attend events now and going forward. I wanted to say, because Canva have literally just held their Canva Create event. It was a massive event in Australia and you could, it streamed live. But when I first got the invitation through, I thought, oh, this would be amazing if you could do this via the metaverse. Maybe, yeah. maybe another year they might do that. I'm sure they will. Yeah, because it was because massive, they are huge. really leading the way in AI. Actually, yeah, yeah. So maybe next year they might they might start to do that. So, what are these metaverse events starting to creep in, Cheryl? So the obvious one is concerts. Already, there have been a number of artists that have ventured into this field of virtual con- uh, concerts, including Foo Fighters on Meta, Justin Bieber on Wave which is a virtual music platform, and Ariana Grande on Fortnite. In fact, it's becoming such a popular event that the uh, the VMAs introduced a new category for best metaverse concert. Carrying on with the music theme, a number of festivals have introduced the ability to attend in VR, including Glastonbury and Coachella, But also, platforms are creating their own festivals. In 2022, Decentraland held a four-day music event. You didn't need a ticket. You didn't even need a VR headset. There were over 200 artists and 15 stages. The advantages to this are incredible because you can get that live concert experience without having to fight with the traffic and standing in a long queue. If you love live events, you may still attend, but you may have to be selective to which events you attend. The experience of attending via a VR headset may not feel the same, but as we said before, it's very immersive. And depending on your generation, it may be something you become used to or even enjoy. What do you think, Angela? Well, we talked about this before. I think we may have mentioned it in another episode, Kathy Hackle was talking about her son going to a concert. It may have been that Ariana Grande one. It was one of the, like a popular artist, but he would tell you he went to this concert because for him, 
that's how he went to attend. So I think for us, we're so used to, you know, standing in a stadium or, you know, concert hall. But but I think generations coming, that will just be another way they attend something. So I think it's a brilliant way to maybe enable, because you love a live concert, don't you? You love going to music. No, I don't actually. Do you not? I thought you did. Just artists you enjoy. No, I get dragged along. Do you? But I must admit, I hate waiting for the artists. Yes. Say they're going to come on at nine and they never do. And then everyone has to run for the train home. I sound like that. Yeah. I think if you live somewhere where, and I think we go on to talk about this, where it's such an effort. Like I live in the middle of nowhere. So to go to a concert, you're talking three hours to get there, the concert, and then three hours to get back. Plus, they're really expensive. We sound like old people, don't we? I know, we do. We really do. But I read this week on, I don't know, Facebook, TikTok, I don't know, somewhere that said, again, someone famous was complaining, why don't they do concerts at two o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah. (laughs) Why does it have to be nine o'clock? Seven, eight o'clock at night. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Anyway, we're talking like old people, (laughs) but the point is that actually, if you start attending via the, metaverse via vr then it may feel like a real experience and you may you know get to attend more maybe the advantage of this technology from a business sense is that it opens up the whole world touring is incredibly expensive for a band there is a huge amount to it some bands have been very successful with their tours but ticket prices have become astronomical To sell tickets to enable people to attend via the metaverse may be something that bands can think about because it could open up the door for a lot more people to attend and at the same time even out the ticket pricing for those that attend in person. Another way it can be done is using AI avatars. The ABBA Voyage Tour is a perfect example of this. The whole concert was done using avatars. They didn't even leave Sweden, which is absolutely genius. If you are a really popular band but don't want to go out on tour again because it's just too much, then this is probably the most innovative way of doing it. I just, when I was, you know, researching this and think about this, that's just genius. Just to stand in a room and record your concert and then just, whilst everybody else is attending and paying a fortune you're just sat at home you only have to do the concert once and I know so many people that went to that ABBA concert and they They loved it it was incredible they said it was amazing but again it was the first they were the first people to do it yeah it's I I just thought oh my god that's just genius what else is there Cheryl then what else can you do so we got theme parks Theme parks are probably one of the first ways that you have started to be aware of VR headsets if you're not a gamer. You will have seen videos of people riding a virtual roller coaster. Well, uh, I, me and Angela I, can't, we can't, we've I both can, got VR headsets and tried the, it and we both I was, sick. Yeah, 10 seconds in, I was, I can't do this. I can't, no, it was same. so real, that kind of feeling you get in your stomach. Uh, I was like, no, I'm done with this. <laughs> Web3 technology gives theme parks the ability to go next level in terms of creativity and give an added experience 
with their rides. Bush Gardens, a theme park in America, created Battle of Ear. Collaborating with Dreamset, they developed a VR headset so over 1,000 people an hour are able to have an absolutely incredible VR experience, which gives a whole new exposure to a theme park ride. Walt Disney and Universal Studios are also getting in on the act by introducing Mario Kart and Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. And again, over time, it will become a combination of attending the theme parks virtually and being able to attend via your sofa. So I don't know if you've seen this week in the news, that new Disney robot. I haven't seen it. What does it do? Well, I'm not sure if it's going to just walk around the theme park. It, I mean, it's it's the size of a child. So, again, I don't know if it's going to be giving out great information or it's just going to be part of a movie in the future. Yeah, they're quite smart for doing that. It's slowly introducing something that you don't really know that it's or, anything to do with. But or then... eventually they'll just replace all their staff with these little mini robots. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking over. Yeah, literally. I mean, it's a good way. It's a good way to introduce children to that sort of thing, though, isn't it? I think. Yes. And having them small so they're not intimidating. Yeah. It looks quite cutesy. Yeah. Um, Give it a little Google, um, the Disney, the Disney robot and see, uh, see what comes up. It's rather, it's rather cute. So we could go down a whole list of areas for entertainment that you can experience now or will be able to in the future via the metaverse. It opens up a whole new revenue stream for businesses, particularly those that might have suffered or are still suffering as a result of the pandemic. They will be able to create events globally without people having to even leave their sofas. We talked in a recent episode about the Australian Open They recovered from a loss of low attendance from the pandemic by creating it in Decentraland. Bloody genius. Yeah. Cinemas and theatres will be able to create immersive experiences, again, without you having to leave and leave your home. For introverts like Angela, (laughs) it's a game changer. But also it means, especially if the ticket prices are less, it gives you the opportunity to attend more. You may book to do something that you wouldn't normally do. And also, can you imagine saying to your mate, let's go to the cinema? And then, like, oh, I haven't got a car at the moment. Is that us okay? We'll just we'll just put it on the VR. Yes. I was thinking that myself because <laughs> you could go to the cinema with a friend but not actually even be in the same room with them, can't you? Yeah. That would be cool because I hate going to the cinema. People drive me nuts. In the Is cinema. it all the noise with the crunching? It's the noise with the crunching and the cha 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 and <laughs> no, well, this eliminates all of that for you, Angela. It does. <laughs> I used to live somewhere where I, there was a cinema at the top of the road, and I used to go to see films at about ten o'clock in the morning because nobody else was in the cinema. You'd be in there on your own. <laughs> I'd be in there on my own. <laughs> it's a dream. This is a dream for you. It's a dream, honestly. I would attend so much more. Buy a okay. VR because well, not long. It's, it's it won't be so long. much easier. Yeah. So, what else do you think, Angela? One of the ones that stands out to me is sporting events. They are so expensive to attend, and depending on what sport you are interested in, they happen often. So, football, for example, could be two, three times a week. 
If you aren't able to attend live, you are very much at the moment under the control of the TV rights. So adverts and interruptions can ruin your watching experience. Also, then whatever sport, it's not necessarily always on television. It is another industry that could open up a whole new revenue stream by enabling people to attend games through the metaverse on a regular basis. Tennis, as with the Australian Open we talked about, athletics, football, basketball, and cricket, to name a few. But it does not just need to be the biggest sports in the world. Maybe some of the less popular sports that fight for recognition may be able to grow due to attendance in the metaverse. Again, the experience is so much more immersive than watching on TV. Also, it may be an opportunity for women's teams to grow in these big sports, all the ones that I mentioned where they currently don't match in terms of revenue generation. Just to make sure you know the title of this episode is The Metaverse and the Future of Entertainment. But entertainment is very subjective. What Cheryl and I like and enjoy attending like, for example, the Canva event or other business events is like entertainment to us, but definitely other people would not see it that way. There are so many ideas for events and how small businesses could use the metaverse, but I'm going to keep it to those that are really set up for entertainment purposes. I think the metaverse is a great place for people to put a foot in the door of an industry that is difficult to get into. For example, comedians. I have such admiration for comedians. The route to becoming successful is brutal. You could set up a comedy club or you could live stream via the metaverse your own comedy set. The same with music platforms like YouTube have been incredible for musicians to launch their careers. And the metaverse could be the next step to creating an even greater experience for the audience, but also a wider reach for your music. Also, the other area that is brand new is actually metaverse entertainment. So you could create a band from avatars or NFT characters, or you could be an avatar comedian. If you create your own TV studio and have an avatar as a panel, you could create metaverse TV. The more things that move into the metaverse, the more opportunities to create the metaverse. So it's not just about watching real world entertainment, but also about creating entertainment about metaverse events. So I've talked, for example, about YouTube channels that report on sports teams like City Extra. But when sports events start happening in the metaverse, then those channels can also move into the metaverse and grow. Events like pubs, like Wisher, you can hold quizzes, parties and live entertainment. I, I could go on and on with these ideas. But one of the things that kind of came to me was how important avatars are going to become to us, don't you think? Yeah, massively. I think we're going to do a whole episode on avatars alone. Yes. The more I think about it, because when I first started researching this episode, I was coming at it from the perspective of human to human. Like, how could you stream it out to humans? And then the more I started thinking about the avatars, I was thinking the next generations, I think avatars are going to become really important to people whether we like it or not. And I think there's a huge market around that in regards to entertainment. I agree. And actually us talking about concerts and um, sport, sporting events and being there and watching it through the VR set, we always, well, when you think about you attending via VR, you, 
you think about it as you being in the crowd but actually what the metaverse enables us to do is to be able to walk around the stage yes and they and and dance with I don't know whoever it might be and Taylor Swift or yeah you know, it changes get, the get experience among, yes yeah so if you did want to have a, a you know feel like you're on stage with whoever you're going to see it, again there's no limitations it's not a case of throwing on a headset and then just watching it from the typical that is so true chair. I attended it was it was again it was a conference um I can't even it was about probably about the metaverse yeah but one of the things that it, they enabled the avatars to do was to fly so you could you could stand on the forecourt and watch the big screens Brilliant. that were showing the conference or there were controls that would enable you to elevate so you could watch it from a different angle so you are so true with that the experience can be so different because you could maybe watch it in a way that you would that never enables get you to, to get do. closer. Yeah. yeah, that would you would never get to do if you went and that to would a enable, live concert. That would enable the ticket prices to be different depending on if you could fly or be yes. on the stage or dance with Taylor. Like I, that I'm is just making... such a good idea. <laughs> oh my god, we're I'm inventing a business up, but... here. <laughs> but it's there. It's only a matter of time. We said it True. here first. We did. We did. Absolutely. What we wanted to get across in this episode is that it's about being creative and taking that step. You may want to open your own pub or comedy club, like Angela said, or you may want to put on a live music event, but you simply can't afford all that goes into the physical venue at this stage. But maybe an option would be to buy some land and create a venue and put on your own events. Create that comedy club, have that nightclub, open a pub, design and start a TV studio and put out your own programs or create new metaverse sports and stream it all via the metaverse. Create entertainment avatars. That in itself is going to become a massive industry. So over the next de decade, we are going to see a massive change in entertainment events and it will reach people on a global level, creating incredible streams of income for those that take the chance. It does not have to be big players like Disney or Universal Studios. You can start now. The platforms and the technology are out there for you to take the next steps. So we hope you've enjoyed this episode and we hope that you join us next week as we continue our journey into the metaverse. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Women of the Metaverse. You can find all information, links and people we talked about in the show notes on our website. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please comment and subscribe. Join us again in the next episode as we continue this exciting Metaverse journey.